Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined by my co-host, Corey, the Bayou Penders. And this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Dude, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just we're a week away from a new fucking season, and uh, it's getting it's getting a little crazy, dude. It's getting a little crazy. Uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Like, you know, I guess life's okay. School's a little, little busy. I was a little busy last week, mm-hmm. so I wasn't able to get on. But I was able to spend fifty bucks for amazing seats at the Sens Habs pregame or pregame sorry <laughs> preseason game <laughs> on what was it the Friday yeah October 1st uh, so, yeah it was a lot of fun gotta say um even though the Habs got spanked a little bit um preseason so I wasn't pissed off I actually thought the game was pretty back and forth regardless of the score uh got to see just how fast Jonathan Drouin is in person. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen him play for the Habs yet. Um, I haven't been to a game in years. So it was really nice to uh, get out there and hopefully I'll be back for quite a few games this year at the Bell Center and at the Canadian Tire Center. And that's so fucking cool. I'm so excited that you live, you know, relatively close to that. Um, man, I remember you, you, uh, you had texted me and I was like, dude, you got to go and you got to try to, try to get a press pass out of this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day we'll have to see what we can do. Yeah. I'm sure we can, I'm sure we can turn one up. I've seen dumber people get them, but um, yeah. So uh, the last episode ended with us talking uh, We brief, I believe the red and white scrimmage started uh, after I had recorded. Other than that though, I believe they raised uh, quite a bit, a lot, quite a bit of money for that. But um but you know, since we've since our last episode, there's been three, um, there's been three preseason games. The last game against Toronto was a beautiful game, five-two victory over the Maple Leafs. And I mean that 
you know, it was the first line that night, but what we're looking to be an amazing line if, if kept together that Josh Anderson, uh, Jonathan Durant, and then Christian Dvorak with that beautiful goal. Um, but that line looked unstoppable, but uh, more or less, it was almost, you know, it was Jonathan Durant's like welcome back party, you know, even if it's just preseason or whatever, uh, to come out and have so much fluidity in his game and a connection to a line that's brand new uh, to have a three-point night is uh, pretty badass. Yeah, for sure. And even just on that secondary assist he got on the Christian Dvorak goal at the Sens Arena, like the Canadian Tire Center, Mm -hmm. they cheered louder for Drew on his assist than Dvorak for his goal. There were so many Habs fans there, and it's usually that way in Ottawa. They come across the river because it's cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it's it's just the truth and yeah no it was really loud when drew N's name was announced i thought that was pretty cool that's um, badass yeah to uh get i guess more into the game um i gotta say i've been really impressed with uh chris weidman i really? thought okay yeah that power play goal was set up by him and that yeah. that's the uh that's that Friday game you went to against the Senators, right? Yep, with okay. Dvorak, that goal you were talking about. Or were you talking about the goal in Toronto? No, no, I was talking about the goal in Toronto. But, uh, oh, okay. No, 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 let's let's get to that. But before we do real quick, um, you know, about Jonathan Duran, he's, he's – you know, we've seen uh, quite a bit of success to him. And, uh, you know, obviously you guys are, have probably seen this a little bit before we've been able to talk about it. But, uh, you know, Jonathan Duran gets awarded the Jean Beliveau Trophy. And um, I think that I think that's amazing. Uh, not only is he starting, you know, you know, he comes out and says that it was it was all anxiety based, which is, you know, um, for someone who suffers with anxiety, you know, to be, you know, to take your career well, your momentum in your career out to try to get help is, is an amazing achievement. And just to see him back and seeing him playing with such tenacity and energy. Uh, I think there's no better person to be uh, awarded this. And I know this is for community involvement, but um, I think that Jonathan Duran is is a perfect applicant for, for set award. And he just looks like he's a brand new person now with this time off. Yeah, no, I think he's very, 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 very deserving of the Jean Beliveau award. And uh, even he, when he was talking at the press conference, you could tell that he really understood the importance of it. He knew what he knows what Jean Beliveau represents, not only as a hockey figure, but as a hero in Quebec. So it was really, really nice to see him win that. And uh, before we move on too much from the preseason game on Friday, I also want to a few highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, Caden Gooley on the ice for three goals, but just a spark like he he almost he got away on a two-on-one unfortunately like just because of a good stick in the neutral zone unfortunately the guy with the puck was josh anderson so the, <laughs> there was no chance in hell it was going to be passed but <laughs> yeah i actually thought he played pretty well he made mistakes but they're mistakes that i'm okay with him making in the preseason mm-hmm. i think going on ideally you know in a perfect world i think the ahl would be best for Caden Gooley we can't do that because of the CBA. So he's got to go back to the CHL, which I think is perfect. I think that's perfect. Another year developing there. Mm-hmm. He can dominate. I believe he's the captain of the Prince Albert Raiders. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. And uh, I was going to say, um, fuck, what was the other name? Oh, I 
it just slipped my tongue, but whatever. I, I can't think. Oh, um, nope, it's gone. Sorry, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> it's it's all good. I also just wanted to say that my uh, best wishes go out to uh, Sam Sammy Niku in his first game as a Hab. That was just an absolutely disgusting hit. I can't believe there was no penalty on it. Uh, he got boarded from behind from Josh Norris, and he suffered a concussion, so he's going to be out for some time. That's just. And, that, and that, that was uh that was the the Saturday game, correct? It was. Uh, it was was the, that was that the Friday game you went to? Uh, I honestly don't. I the, the Friday game is a little bit of a haze for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> so my man got lit. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I remember it happening. So best wishes go out to him. And I guess on that subject of Chris Weidman, really does open up the door for him. You know, with Dooley mm-hmm. probably going down, Norlanders out. Uh, Niku now is also out. So you know that top six is pretty open for anyone on D to, you know, make a good push and really show that they're capable of stepping up. Well, dude, that's, that's great to hear. And, uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I had, I had my doubts a little bit about Chris Wyman, but it seems like he could, you know, with, with these, with these openings, like you're saying, uh, it's, it's an easy uh, advantage for him to slot in, especially with, with the amount of years he's had in the NHL, you know, what he stepped away what, one or two years to play in the KHL, I think it's not that hard for him to come back. And it's proven that, you know, he's still got what it takes to at least, you know, you know, crack the roster. Most definitely. I think he's an NHL caliber defenseman. I like what he brings to our power play. So I'd like to see him get a chance for sure. Um, I don't think that he's a defensive defenseman though. And that's the problem. If Ducharme tries to play him, as a grinder kind of eat up minutes kind of guy. I don't think that's Weidman's forte. Mm-hmm. I think he needs the puck a little bit to do what he does best. And that's create from the back end. And I'd love to see him get the opportunity to do so. Man, that's awesome. Um, well, other, other than that, how was the experience of, I mean, have you been to the Canadian tire center before, but like, other than that, like, uh, I know you said you've gone in the past to, to see, you know, the team and stuff like that. But like, you know, as your first time really being a, the, the, you know, baby steps of being an adult and being on your own, how was it to, to get out there and check, you know, to check out a game, whether or not it's preseason, you know? Um, it was fun for sure. Um, being able to buy booze has definitely made my experience a little better. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's actually not even that. It's not even that bad at the uh, Canadian Tire Center to buy beer. Like I, uh, I actually I texted Shane from Sense Hour, and I said, "Hey, like, how much is it to get like a beer at the Canadian Tire Center?" Because like I know at the um, at the Garden or what what's it called now Rogers Center, the Leafs yeah. still call it the Garden. Um, it's like twenty bucks, but <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like I think it was like eleven bucks for draft beer which wasn't bad at all i was okay with paying that and yeah it was a good experience i think our seats were really nice i was on the third deck but i got right in the front so like row a so we could see it was it was like watching it it was like the tv level height and you could see everything and you're in person it was honestly i just buy those seats again every time unless i unless i'm trying to go right on the glass i thought it was honestly the perfect seats and, you know, the Canadian Tire Center, I think it's a little bit 
it's a little outdated, but it's not like a, it's not a barn. It's not, you know, a bad arena. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely had a good time. I'd recommend it for anyone. Oh yeah. Just, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if I, you know, once COVID calms down with the Canadian regulations and stuff like that, most likely our game that we go see together will probably be at the Canadian Tarks. So it ain't going to bother me. <laughs> oh, most definitely. The Bell Center's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the beer. prices are <laughs> oh, pretty yeah. insane. So. How, how much did you said it cost for a, for a beer there? It was it 12? It's like, it's like 12 bucks, basically. Okay, that's not bad because uh, at the Superdome, uh, like when we work the Saints games and stuff like that, I believe it's about seventeen fifty, and I just looked it up. That's like twenty two dollars Canadian. Like, yeah. So yeah, no, we have some actually, of the highest prices. It's really cheap in Ottawa, and uh, whoa, fuck, what was I? Think here, Mason. I'm, I'm tired. I've been working all day. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was like $50 tickets too, which was ridiculous. And I think you add like with tax, it was like 58 bucks. Not bad. To go, see, to go see a hockey game. And, you know, like usually I'm paying, you know, at least a hundred. Like that's what I usually guess what I consider having to pay to go see a hockey game most of the time. So mm-hmm. definitely an experience that I would recommend to a lot of people. Go go to Canadian Tire Center to watch the Habs. Um, it, but oh, sorry, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, like twelve bucks to buy a beer. It's it's like going to a bar, realistically, right? Like usually, more or it's less, it cost you a little bit more than going to the LCBO. But yeah, not not complaining at all that they didn't gouge me, which I'm shocked because I'm sure Eugene would love to. That fucker. <laughs> um, those those are, those are just preseason prices, you know. <laughs> Yeah, just he, wait. He's, he's getting me hooked. He's like, oh, I'll trick him. We come here in the regular season, double. Right. <laughs> but uh, moving on from the Sens, uh, also a big shout out to Jake Evans securing a three-year, $1.7 million contract extension. Uh, usually for a depth guy like that, anything over two years is a good deal. I think this is a, you know, I think it's, you know, good for Jake Evans, a seventh-round draft pick. He secured a longer-term contract extension with some you know 1.7 million dollars i wish i had that right yeah um, and that's a I, steal for us like you said yeah this that's a, <laughs> that is an absolute steal for montreal though if jake evans can continue to produce the way we think he can mm-hmm. and can really secure that third center spot and become like a top end reliable third center i think that's gonna that could turn out to be a bargain for montreal and you know if he doesn't live up to that it's not gonna hurt us at all so I think it's a great contract for the Montreal Canadiens. Good contract for Jake Evans. I think everyone involved is pretty happy. Yeah, and uh, we also uh, we also claimed uh, Samuel Montembeau uh, from what the Panthers uh, like two days ago. So what? yeah, and I've I've understood too that Montreal was really really keeping a keen eye on him mm-hmm. uh, in the 2015 NHL draft when he was drafted. So it's interesting, you know, things, you know, domino kind of butterfly effect. They got him in the end. Right. So right. it'll be interesting to see, I guess, what that leads to. I think for me, it says that they're not confident in McNiven, which they showed mm-hmm. they sent him back down. And it also tells me that Jake Allen might be the starter coming out of uh, camp here. Price might need a little bit more time. Looks to me like Montreal is trying to secure that backup spot for jake allen so we don't lose 
you know, some important games at the start of the season. Right. Very, very true. Uh, when I saw it, that was my kind of my reaction to it. And I was excited to talk to you about it because I'm like, OK, it's it's starting to feel like, OK, we got a kid um, who's I believe he's played maybe uh, I think it's like 10, maybe 10 games in the, you know, uh, in the NHL. But I believe he's with uh, Syracuse right now. You know, we'll we'll be. But um, I saw the pickup and I was like, OK, you know, uh, he's 24 years, 24 years old. He's got a bit of. Um, experience in NHL now uh is a this isn't a bad you know pickup uh but it did lead to like okay like McNevin's time is probably going to be coming to an end if we're picking up someone that we've we wanted back in the day we're able to pick up and you know more or less has had some time in playing with a team in our division but um I was glad we were able to bring that up oh other than that let's see um we got a bunch of roster cuts we haven't we haven't brought up one one person from roster cuts, but uh, the team's starting to get back down to what we expected. But uh, before we get to that, we have a ad read from our sponsors at DraftKings. I'm not going to make you read it because you don't even have the PDF. But <laughs> Hockey's back, and DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. No shit. New customers can beat. New customers can bet just $1 on any hockey game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's one-time clapper or a deaf deflection. Good God. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any hockey game, and win 100 in free bets. If either team scores a goal, this week, one puck in the net wins you big with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's fucking it. <laughs> Normally, there's a little bit more. Man, uh, I was totally getting a little bit of cotton mouth mid-ad uh, mid read, and I was saying some shit that I was like, God, I feel like a preschooler. But uh, – it's probably my worst uh, first take in a while. Uh, I'm getting really good at these, but yeah, there's been there's been quite a few cuts, obviously since um, since the last episode we talked. We've seen the likes of Joshua Waugh, Xavier uh, Salmonu, butchering that shit. Joe Verbetic. Uh, let's see, the list goes on. We got Cam Hillis is the most recent with Arson Kiz uh, Kiz but. Dinov, Kismadinov, Yoel, uh, Yoel Taysdale, defenseman Louis Belpedio, Josh Brooks, sadly, Xavier Olette. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Peter Abandonado, Cedric, holy shit, Desrisu, Justin Ducharme, Brendan Gignac, Jake Lucini, Sean St. Amand, Kevin Waugh. Terrence Amorosa, Charles David Boudon, Tori Dello, Cody 
Gulabeth, Carl Neal, goaltender Alexis Gravel. God damn, this list is long. Uh, Lucas Vajim. Lucas Vermo. Lucas Vermo. Alexander Fortin. Jan Mysak. Sadly. Fuck, man. Um, and coming on the back end, <laughs> Brandon Baddock, Lauren Delfon, Jean Sebastian Dia, uh, and goaltender Michael McNiven. Yeah, I Ooh. think. I don't think there's any real surprises there. I think Vedemo may have challenged for a spot, but didn't win it. He'll go back to the AHL. He'll probably produce. We could maybe see him cracking one up next season. Jan Mishak, I love that he's going back down to the OHL where he can truly dominate. And, you know, he hasn't even had a full OHL season yet. He came over in his draft year with like a third of the season to go and lit it up. And that's why he caught Montreal's eye. He's younger than I am. Like he's 19, born in like, the summer so he's got time i'm not too worried about him be excited to watch his development close in the ohl um josh brook is definitely someone we're gonna want to keep an eye on this year i think it's a real make or break year if he can dominate in the ahl put up some points and possibly push for a roster spot near the end of the season i think uh we could still have a pretty valuable player here maybe a you know third fourth defenseman on the montreal canadians but I don't think he really took the jump that we were expecting him to this last season. Obviously, things were a little weird, but I think this is a really big year for him, and he's going to have to decide whether he's you know, going to go out there and grab a spot on this team by the end of the year because there will be injuries. And I think if I'm Josh Brook, I want to be the guy saying, that's my spot if anyone goes down. Right. Now, one of, one of the names that have not – you know, that was not listed in that fucking rant. Um, Ryan Paling still still up there. I think uh, games, you know, preseason ends, what, uh, Monday? Well, not this Monday. I believe next Monday. So I want to say that's the 12th. No, the 11th. Um, you know, I've, I'm still very hopeful for this kid, but I saw a lot of stuff the other day that was saying, rest in peace, Ryan Paling. Uh, first off, don't scare the fuck out of me like that. But, you know, um, are people giving up on Ryan Paling right now? Is he just not – is he not proving enough right now? Like, is there any mm-hmm. – I don't, I don't think he was in – he was on the team the night you went, if I'm – yeah, I don't think he was. But uh, what's your take on Ryan Paling right now? You think he's – he's got another shot? I think Paling's still around for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't – think he I didn't really watch much of the Leafs game so I'm not I can't speak to his play that night I know on the Friday night game he wasn't wasn't the greatest but he also didn't have like his two line mates were sent back down to the AHL like right after the game (laughs) so you know what I think (laughs) I think he's there for a reason they want him to challenge for a spot he wants that spot he just needs to go out there and take it and I just think Ryan Paling's he's inevitably going to end up on this Montreal team. It's really a matter of will he be here now or will he be there later? And ideally, I'd want him there now. Um, I think him and Paquette are really fighting for that fourth line center role. But it'd be nice to see Paling come out here in the few remaining preseason games and really, I guess, claim, put his foot in the ground and say, no, this is my spot. I'm staying here. 
maybe come out with a big performance, put up a few points, score a few goals. We'll see what happens. But I'm not too worried about Ryan Paling. Like I said, I think he'll be on the team in some capacity at some point this season. Right. Um, of the guys left, if you need me to try to name a couple of favorites, is there is there a favorite that you're hoping to break roster or you think he's got a legitimate chance to, to uh, see some time this year? Oh, man, I don't even – let me pull up the list here. <laughs> I can, I can rap, I can ramble some off. You got uh Raphael Harvey Pinard. Uh let's see. I don't think Yessi Yolinen's been moved yet, huh? Uh Yolonen's still around. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't I didn't see Gianni Fairbrother in the list yet. Let me see here. I can't. I need to find the list. You've really you really put me out here. <laughs> um well, we could talk about it next week. It'll be even more defined. But of of the you know uh, Alex Bazile, I don't think I, he was mentioned in in the in the um, sent downs yet. No. Well, I will. I will. What I will say is yes, I'm a big fan of Rafael Javier Pinard. Um, Bellazil would be a nice story to make the cut. I don't see him doing it, to be mm-hmm. perfectly honest. But Harvey Pinard, I do think, is a guy that could definitely surprise and could come out here and kind of claim a spot, for lack of a better way of saying it. Hoffman's out. We have injuries. Byron's out. Like, there are spots on this team that guys can claim if they choose to. And it's really all about who comes out here in these few remaining games and just battles. Because if you battle and you play hard and, you know, we're not looking for top six guys, wingers on this team. It's bottom – bottom line third line wingers that we're looking for and you know we know how Ducharme is we know what he likes he likes guys who battle he likes guys who skate if you can show that you can do that I think there's a number of guys like Belzeal, Pinard, Yolonen, Paling who could all realistically make a claim to a roster spot. Yeah, I think that's I think it's well said. Uh Harvey Pinard is actually one of the guys I was hoping to see uh having have a shot uh so far this year but you know time will tell and you know i'm sure with the vacancy of the um they're they're not doing the uh the taxi squad so i mean if something goes down with covid i'm sure we're gonna see a lot of big chances for some of these guys that'll be put in the ahl um Okay, so before we roll out, I got one more for you. Uh, I saw it. I was so excited about uh, Tree Rivers Lions uh, when the logo came out. I thought the logo was fucking sick. Still think it's sick, but they finally dropped their kits, and I want to know how you feel about about the kits. Have you seen the the Tree Rivers? Oh, I like them. Yeah, I like them. You like them? Okay. I don't, and I fucking can't stand that I'm not like super excited for it and it, it kind of breaks my heart a bit if, if i'm being if i'm being honest i i was expecting uh i don't know it's a first year i know that there's room for improvement but goddamn, i was not as impressed as i thought i was going to be based on how badass the logo looked i get it you know they're, they're trying to keep the the blue blanc et rouge uh, color scheme. I just don't see where the red comes in. I was really hoping that uh, you see the lion. The lion's got like that gray. I was like, dude, it's going to be really sick. It's going to be uh, a gray, white, and blue jersey. And um, 
I mean, it's not the worst. I just, when I look at the jersey, I feel it's really kind of plain. Like, there's just not a lot going on. It just looks like a blob of blue or a blob of white with, like, red trimming. I think there's obviously, you know, some people are going to say that I'm I'm, I'm wrong. You know, they're, they're going to love it. I like it. You know, I'm just not. I'm not a hundred percent sold on this, um, but I know that I know that with a logo like that, they have a big opportunity to make it even better every year. I mean, I think uh, I think a team that's affiliated with the Canadians, you got one of the most iconic logos, iconic jerseys, and then the fucking Laval Rockets have some of the sickest jerseys in the AHL. Um, I can't imagine. Good lord, I can't imagine. Um, Tree Rivers not having a phenomenal jersey in the ECHL. Um, it just looks a bit plain to me. It looks like uh, like something you'd see at a beer league, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But uh, fuck, man, I really wanted a gray, white, and blue jersey, but I'm just going to have to suck it up because I'm going to buy one of these fuckers. These things are beautiful. Um, I'm just not completely sold on the jersey itself, especially because, you know, it's going to be like a, a hundred – $150 fucking jersey. So, um, you know, once I get some money, I'll get one and and then I'll look like a fucking ass for hating on a jersey. But I don't know. Maybe when I get it in person, I'll like it more. I think the, I think the kit itself, uh, especially the, the home kit, uh, I think all of it together looks like a great package. I think the jersey by itself, I'm just not sold. If you're going to put the red in it, it needs to be a little bit more to me or you need to bring in more white because it's, it's just too fucking blue. And then the aways are just too fucking white. There's nothing on the shoulders. Uh, maybe I'm being a fucking Jersey stop Mason. I, I don't fucking know, but <laughs> I just want a little bit more from it. That's all. That's all, bud. Fair enough. We're all entitled to an opinion. Yeah. And may, maybe mine's just a backwater fucking Chalmette opinion, but uh, <laughs> I saw it was posted in our fucking Slack and I was like, Oh my God. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I have something to look forward to that I can't fucking afford. And I see it and I'm like, fuck, I I don't want this. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I liked it. So don't know what to tell you. I, I like the design. I think it's good. I, I just I want a little understand. bit more on, on the it doesn't have to be on the chest. I just maybe some shoulder accents or something. I just think it's just a little too a little too one monochromatic let's just go with that a little too monochromatic but the whole kit itself looks fire as fuck just the jersey by itself not so much at least for me <laughs> all right well did you have anything no my friend um i know today? i know we got more homework to do so why don't you send us the fuck out of here bud all right well thank you guys for dropping by again listening to the podcast sorry about my time being short or being unavailable schools, you know, like I said, kicking me in the ass, but uh, we're both really excited to uh, get the Habs games back on here soon. Regular season, going to keep talking Habs. Be interesting to see who gets out of the preseason and onto the main camp, onto the main roster. Uh, we'll be keeping you guys updated and, uh, you know, looking forward to talking to you guys again next week. Absolutely. This has been Habs Nightly. Thank y'all so much. Please follow us at Habs Nightly on Twitter. And myself at Bayou Benders. If you have something to say, leave us a 90 up to 90 second voicemail on Speakeasy. That's Habs Nightly forward slash speakeasy.com. Y'all have a great night. Go Habs. You're
You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.